All right, y'all. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Imposter Central Podcast. Um, this is where we discuss the grind of the growing creator. I'm Quay Jones. So today on the show, we got my man, Ben Cortijo, game designer. Ben, hey. Thank you for coming. Also, guys, we got Rich Banks, co-host. Yes, sir. You guys may remember him from last episode, which is going to be co-hosting with me. So it should be a good time. Rich, welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ben, Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. Obviously, I deserve yes, all this. <laughs> Get the round of applause, guys. Welcome. So, welcome. So, Ben, you're a game designer. Um, kind of a unique, uh, you know, skill to have. We haven't really, I haven't really met many game designers in my life. Um, granted, you're my cousin. Yeah. Just so, uh, <laughs> everyone knows that uh, detail. But yeah, like I don't run into people to say like, "Hey, I'm a game designer." So like, what made you kind of decide? Literally, my first. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like game designer, like damn, we don't know nobody who nobody does that. Like, nah. we I mean, actors, rappers. Like. It's it's cool, man. You anyone? It's something that anyone can do, but you know, not anyone can be. Not everyone can be good at it. Like anyone can be an artist per se. Like you, anyone can draw. That don't necessarily mean. Anyone's good. So when you say anyone, you must be talking about me because I dabbled in game design. Yeah, you, you can do it. I was no. trash. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a I was nah. trash. Nah, I'm sure that it was fun. Like there are games that are busted. Like they don't work at all, and for whatever reason, they're fun. Like there are so many things that you could do in a broken game that are just the funnest thing in the world. So how did you get into it? Well, what made you want to, you know, do game design? How did that kind of get into your mind? Honestly, uh, so I did a bunch of, like, summer camps or whatever, and that was, like, whatever. But honestly, I was going to do architecture at first. Uh, like interesting. Uh, but then I think it was, there, was two, there were two factors in it. The first one was in my high school. I went to Brooklyn Tech, and uh, they had, like, they had this little, uh, they let you like basically do like a pretend major or like a uh, major in high school before you got to college, basically to like test it out, see if you liked it. Basically, instead of spending thousands of dollars doing that, uh, you get to do it and you get to do it for free and see if you like it, um, get a head start, that sort of deal. And uh, I heard it was called Arca Torture. And I was like, nah, 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 that, that ain't it. <laughs> and then I heard that uh, you also had to go to school for an extra year for that. And those two things together kind of killed it for so me. Arca torture, that's what they called it in the school. That's in the what, school. Like, the and, and every time I've told someone who was like an architecture major, uh, they'd be like, yeah, that's fitting. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm, not, I'm good. I don't need to do any of that. <laughs> so you went to school for game design? Yeah, I went to school for game design. I went to college for game design. Uh, and what college was that? That was Champlain College. It's a school in Vermont. Uh, you went away? Yeah, I went away. Oh. Uh, so you're from Brooklyn, and you went all the way to Vermont. Oh my How was that? It was an experience it, in itself. Huh? Yes. Oh my goodness. So there's two thing. There's two things about coming from Brooklyn and going to Vermont. The first, uh, the first thing was, I was known cross campus uh, because. I'm a 6'2 black guy at in Vermont. <laughs> so legit. I like I was meeting people my senior year who were like, oh, you're Ben? Like, I know you. I've heard about you from this guy and this guy. I'm like, I don't, I've never met you before you in my life. Like, who are you? That's hilarious. Um, so there was that. And then there was um just people nice in Vermont. You know what I mean? Like, I, I went to like I know people who have left their doors open, not just unlocked, open, uh, like when they left for work accidentally, but still. So definitely not like New York yeah, City. Yeah, exactly. I Let me put it this and way. They, they, they wasn't stressing? No, they weren't stressing. Not, not one bit. Oh, no. I leave my door locked. I'm yeah. like, all day, I'm like. Exactly. Oh. Like, yeah, um, and I live in the building. I mean, I ain't I still got like a, another <laughs> entryway before yeah. you get to my door. And then there's like... <laughs> hundred other doors before you get to my door. You know yeah, what I'm if I'm like, walking around the corner, I'll, I'll leave my door unlocked. Nah, don't say that. Nah, don't nah, say that. Don't, don't say that. Don't let people know yeah, that. You can't let people know. I mean, you don't have to wait for me to walk around yeah. the corner. I got a lot of stuff in here, so it's going to take a, you a while. I'm only going for like five minutes. There's yeah. a lot of sick puppies, all right? <laughs> <laughs> they can get away with a mic or two. 
They will. Yeah, they will. But no, there's always somebody here. I'm just letting y'all know. Okay. <laughs> oh, China, no there's funny always business. somebody here. Uh, yeah. There's literally always somebody here. And there's also an attack dog. So you So in Vermont, um, again, you were kind of, your reputation preceded you just from you, you know, being you. Yeah. Um, so like, what was the uh, game design program like there? So... I don't know. I like the program a lot in terms of like, so like, um, the reason why I chose this school over others, like I wanted to go like RIT or Syracuse or something like that. Uh, and the reason I like this place is because you go to like other places and it's like, you're learning game program, you're learning programming and like you got a little slant on video games and all that. And that's cool. But at my college, it was, first of all, there's like four different majors and like one of them was just game design. Another was, game art in other words game programming yeah exactly so like despite the fact that at like rit i don't think i would have been learning a lot of what i was learning at my school at my school i was learning like it's more uh, practical and practical in terms of like design yeah exactly theory it's like there's more hands on like this is how you do it exactly and we're going to show you and walk you through it opposed to like going to a school where it's like you know I'm like in computer science and like game design is like a class. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we, we, we touch on it. We don't really, you know, there's no like deep diving in the subject, but you have like a general understanding of what's going on. Exactly. But that was my experience with game design and um, Job Corps. I went to Job Corps and I don't know, what was it called? Like digital media arts was like my major that yeah. was called. And then they had like this little game design program within the class within the, yeah. where they just had it wasn't us, like specialized know. or like yeah, yeah. i mean we made like these if you guys remember those little computer games where you shoot this like oh yeah shoot the duck three times and you win an iphone or whatever <laughs> truthfully i think ben you might be the only person on planet earth myself included yeah. that has a copy of that you had a copy of that game really yes i went to your i remember i went to his house and I, showed him the game i was like oh yo i made this game I do. I, like, what you, I, I put it like on your computer. It's probably gone. Yeah, this a, computer yeah, is gone yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely had a copy. Of well, it. actually, let's be real, fellas. Yeah, it's on the internet. It's never gone. You just gotta <laughs> find out. No, oh, yeah, it was like booming like that. Yeah, it was like, before yeah. like you knew. I, it was before it was easy to like put it up on the internet. Yeah. You had to, you just made it, and then it was on a CD. Exactly. Like a lot, of, like exactly. that's our deal. Yeah, like yeah I had a couple. Yeah, I had a couple of games that were just like, oh, it's on a CD. Cool, you can go ahead and download load this ain't nobody got no cd player yeah, no more player. so so it was really specializing hands-on yeah. like you know you really enjoyed that so like what was uh like like did they have you like do a project like what was like that first game or something that you made were, i i don't remember my first game honestly uh my boy works yeah no hey, but Max, that's the thing about the first game that was 1500 games ago bro i don't remember honestly that. though like it really was because that that was a good thing about the college, man. I, I like I don't even like really like the college like that, but it was a good college for what I was learning. Uh, like freshman year, I was learning. I was making like I made like three, four games in like over the course of one class. No, wow. one class that semester. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Over one semester, whatever one. No, class is in like, the one class, in other classes, I was making other games. That's oh, what so, I'm saying. So in that semester, you yeah. probably made. Like I made like six. Games I made like six, somewhere between like six and ten in like the first semester. Oh, so they was like true to their word when they yeah. said hands on. Yeah, you exactly. Really you know, hands on. So like you like know, similar to the boot camps. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the uh, you know, if you want to learn how to code or whatever, right? Oh, like, right, right. Yeah, you're, it's more hands on, and they give yeah. you like a nine month certificate or whatever. Maybe you yeah. know, obviously you went to college, but it's, yeah. it's the same principle where they're like, right, you're yeah. doing this, so we're teaching you how to do this, exactly, opposed yeah. to just like this is how you do everything. So like, uh, and like, I think. Actually, I think I do remember my first game. The first game was like, all right, here's a game. Here's a box. And you have a character that bounces along the walls like in Brick Break or whatever. Love and it. legit, all you do, all they asked you to do for the first project was just change one thing about the game. Change, like you just have a guy bouncing back and forth. Just change something to make it a game. So, like, so was that hard? Like to me, that sounds more difficult almost than like making something from scratch to change it. Not really, because this is like, this is teaching you yeah, the so basics of the engine. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so like, legit, easy. you could just be like, all right, so now instead of bouncing off the walls, he'll go through walls or something like that. Or like we make we add a new wall that he goes through or 
Um, You're just adding something to like the yeah, source exactly. code. Exactly. And this was like a really basic engine where you don't you didn't even need to code. Okay. So that was the other thing. It was like before you even learn how to code, you got this engine that's just like all right. You couldn't manipulate. Exactly. You didn't okay. need to. So how do you like manipulate the engine without like using code? Because when I learned how to do, yeah. um, you know game design like most of it was coding yeah. which drove me absolutely insane yeah oh, i love coding i think it's such <laughs> oh, a good like it was i love worst. that i want to do like cyber security and stuff yeah. too so it's like no that's okay. the thing like i love coding i think it's so coding good. is like learning a new language basically it is language. it's 100%. it is a language yeah, so like 100%. once you learn how to code in one language you're gonna you're gonna learn how to code and like it's gonna be so much easier to learn how to code makes the sense. next language and the next after that. It makes sense why I couldn't because I don't know yeah. any like language English. other than English. Yeah. But it's like English, like yeah. you know English. So it's like yeah. you're able to speak it. Yeah, and to be clear, it took me like what three, two, three, somewhere between two and four years to learn how to code well. Wow. And even and even now it's not like I know the specific code to write to move a character on the screen. I still look that up every time because in reality, it's not really that important to know the specific like words or anything. It's the important part is to know how to look it up, how to be, how to find it online and apply it to what you need to know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So and everything is online. Yeah. Right. So you so can find like a lot of material. Well, that's that's the other thing. That's the weird part. And why like this is skipping ahead a bit, but like you go to a company. Like if I went to Bethesda, they're gonna have their own code. They're gonna have their own language. And that's the that's where it becomes difficult. It's like I don't know. Like maybe they the have internet, their own and the internet. The internet doesn't have you, that. Yeah, it's like it's it's like yeah. This is Spanish. Yeah, but it's you know Puerto Rican Spanish. It's Spanish from Spain. It's right. Spanish yeah. from Panama. It's exactly. Like everything is like different. It's like yeah, we do it like it's like it's Python. Yeah. But we do it like this. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Like you, gotta, like, you almost got to learn the new dialect. Right? Yeah, and um, and ain't no and there ain't no website to help you. Like yes. maybe you can ask, you can ask your friend, but how many times you gonna ask your like boss, like, hey, how well, how do yeah, I write this? How do I write this? How do I write this? Before you're like, you know what, I'm I'm good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother you no more. But there's still, you know, I'm sure like jobs where you don't really need to learn, like you said, like you. You don't necessarily need to probably know code to game design, right? There, there are definitely a million other aspects I think of game design that you probably don't necessarily need to really code. Right. Yeah. Uh, in that case, it's different. It's basically like, so basically, the smaller the company, the more you have to do. So if I go to like indie company, uh, uh, some like random indie company, uh, I'll say Kitbox because I love their work. Uh, they have like four or five people. If I go to work with them, I'm gonna have to know how to code. I'm gonna have to know how to do uh, how to do game design. I'm gonna have to. I might need you even need know to, you need to be like a jack of all trades. Exactly. Thing. I might not. I might even need to learn art and stuff like that. Okay. Whereas mm -hmm. if I go to Ubisoft, there Ubisoft, you go there and there is a guy who's specifically there just to do grass. Yeah. Right. Well, wait. That's crazy. <laughs> like legit, he is just <laughs> there to do just grass. To do grass. Just to do grass. And he's just like, you oh. get hired just to do grass. You're like, yeah. I hate my life. Like, <laughs> I know how to design like worlds. And they're yeah. like, no, but like, do you know how grass moves on here? <laughs> like, I need you to nail that. Yeah, exactly. That's tough. Yeah, man. So to backtrack a little bit, yeah. um, what what's that like thought process like, you know, kind of going away for school, like you know, leaving New York City? Because you, you've lived here the entire time. Yeah, right? uh, up until college, I lived. I lived here. So, what was that like? You know, kind of going off away on this like adventure to you know pursue this kind of goal that you got. That is an adventure too. Yeah, yeah you go all the way to Vermont place, from like, New York. Yeah, like that's. Kinda, I, don't, I don't know, it's man. Colder. I mean, it was definitely a lot colder. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I don't know. I. I think I'm just different in terms of like when it comes to leaving to like leaving home going out like let me put it this way i like go, i don't mind going places if i have a goal in mind so like my mom hates me because she always be asking like oh you want to go on vacation here or there or there and i'm like no i don't want to go nowhere but if i but, but they're like yo you 
you want to go over here to this conference in Cabo? He's like, fuck yeah. yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> like, like, if, like I don't care if it's Cabo. I don't care if it's Alaska. Colorado, Alaska. Alaska. Exactly. Like, like, there's this video game conference. It's like, it's in, all right, let's go. It's like, in Greenland. You're like, you know, there's ice there, right? It's cold <laughs> all the time. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We're going. Exactly. Man. That's exactly what it is. You need, so, I need a purpose. Yeah, exactly. I need a purpose. So going to college was perfectly fine. I didn't really, like, there were a tons of things i missed yeah, about about the city i got mm-hmm. homesick like crazy uh just going back to Vermont, just being nice like people hold open a door for me i'm like what what's wrong with you? yeah and like, yeah. like yeah. i'm like I don't, I don't got no change get yeah. off me like what i go to other places yeah, yeah. like out of town and people like they just walk past you i'm like hi how you doing and smile i'm like or just smile just yeah. a smile and nod yeah. and they're like yeah. and i'm so, looking uh, at them like but, are like, you trying after to rob me two, i'm like into it i'm yeah. like walking yeah. right yeah you know yeah, yeah, nah, nah, that took me. Wait, that wait took me a place in a week. Can you see the Janet? That took me a while. No, that, yeah, I'm still skeptical. Yeah, and then, then it was, uh, and then just like freaking, you know, they call New York the city that never sleeps, and you don't realize that when you no, live that, here, you don't realize that until real. you leave. No, it is real. real. Things close at like eight, eight. nine. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, you like to drink liquor? Well. <laughs> Folks, we don't like to drink liquor on Sundays because yeah. we don't open up here. Yeah, yeah it's like, stuff closed so quickly out like, of town. What? It's, it's yeah. crazy. We we we're fortunate, you know. We're really blessed in New York City that stuff stays open late. Like yeah. you know, you can go to the store at eleven o'clock. Other exactly. places you can't do that. Nah, I go to the store all. literally. At two o'clock in the morning, like I still right, open. yeah, exactly. Every yeah. day, like that's so. Like, amazing. how did you like, kind of like deal with that, like transition? Like, you, you know, you go from New York City where everything is open, and then you're in Vermont. Were, were there like streets and like public transportation? Because you don't drive. No, right? no, yeah, I don't drive. Uh, actually, no, I just got my permit oh, okay. uh, like two weeks ago, so that, that's real nice. Um, <laughs> were, were you in a college town? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> you were in a college town, so I'm yeah, sure. So uh, there was UVM, uh, like right by, so yeah, so everything relatively close. Yeah, so it was all close. Like, like I could walk. I mean, there was a there was a lot of hills, but otherwise I could walk anywhere. Uh, I'm sure game designers don't yeah. always get the most fitness in. It's like, I mean, yeah, but you know, but I'm a New Yorker, the... so like they so like there were nights that I missed the last bus and my uh and uh, like junior year or something like that i was uh i lived out of town so i would just walk to the next because it was like one town over i would just walk that was like an hour walk but i'd just walk it but to you, like, it's a, yeah it's nothing it's yeah it's yeah. whatever but it's i'm like just assuming that, that and i say that the the gamers are uh the game designer probably don't get a lot of like fitness like because no, it's long hours right <laughs> like you're you're designing games if you're like or like even in school right and you yeah. got this like big project where you got to design a game i imagine that like yo your life is shot for a couple of like days or maybe even weeks because you're trying to like I- I'm assuming it's hard. It it is definitely hard. It is but it depends because there's this thing called scope. So like if you if I said I'm gonna make a game that is just, you know, two people walking down the street. That game is going to be so much easier than two people walking down the street, and you got you got to shoot the snipers in the buildings, and you got to uh, jump over the fire pits, and you got to do this. Like the, each thing that you add makes it that much more, that much bigger, that much yeah. more complex. And the thing about game design, and the reason why it takes so long, and all that is, everything that you add is going to make it exponentially harder, and like anything that breaks naturally could right. like. Legit, it's like, all right, my walking script works perfectly fine, and my uh, shooting script works perfectly fine, but they don't interact right. Yeah, they don't, they don't interact together, together right. Together. Exactly. So okay. there's times where none of that works, and that is that is the problem in a lot of cases where it's like I don't. Everything is working. The like the worst thing that could happen is like everything is working, but it's working wrong. Yeah, it's okay. so much easier if you got like an error message. Okay. And yeah. you and it's like, hey, this thing is busted. Whereas uh You're doing it in Yeah. You're you're the error message. Exactly. I you're I like, messed mm, up and the computer busted. does it and the computer's yeah. like, Yeah, it's working perfectly fine. And, and it's like, like no, no, it's, no, this, no it's this, not. this is not how it's supposed to work. So uh I, I have a question going back to uh like even the school thing before yeah. uh you went to college. What made you decide that this is what you know, like you wanted to do? 
Why game design, you know? It was sort of just like uh, a bit of a thing, a whim. Uh, mostly like, like I said, I didn't want to do architecture. I was still a part of, um, I was still in high school and it was basically just like, all right, let's uh, do, what do you call it? Uh, like, I think the way I justified it to myself was instead of making buildings, let me make worlds sort of deal. Wow. I was like, that's, that's, actually, that's a really dope line. It's kind of profound. Exactly. It, so. is, it is profound <laughs> in, its own, in its own way. Like, think about that. You know, I could build buildings or I could build worlds. And honestly, I guess even back then, you didn't probably understand the, the, the impact of that right there. Because, like, people, you know, we're living in, like, a, a metaverse. You know what I'm saying? People are, you know, we got the... AR and VR and we have all these technologies that like, you know, people are creating the haptic suits and gloves and the omnidirectional, you know, treadmills where we're essentially one day just going to be immersed in this digital world. And I think yeah. you're, you know, you're, you might be honest on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's really dope, but um, back to college, it was just more like it was a good experience overall. The only thing I never really had a, I, I had a bunch of problems with living there in terms of like, uh, what was it? Uh, people, like I said, people being nice, no, uh, white noise sort of deal. So like I had mad trouble sleeping for those first few months. You don't hear the, the you know, police sirens. Exactly. The nah, I, I used to live, walking. uh, yeah. Like, uh, I used to live by, um, uh, taxi lot so i would always be hearing like the spanish music playing outside <laughs> all that stuff and it's yeah, like nah, i don't yeah. hear that no more so uh and i always had i always had trouble like going to sleep after that and you uh you're getting you went to school in vermont again that was a whole adventure of course um so once you got out of school like what was next what happened did you kind of just jump into a job or like yeah, how yeah did that happen? yeah i immediately so like i think i was like the first person and i think this was a big mistake on my part but i was the first person to like get an offer uh in terms of a job i was uh, doing quality assurance at activision uh working on call of duty and i just took it because i don't know you hear a activision, lot of call of duty you take that right you're like it, oh it's a big company it's yeah like, but like here's the deal like for. it wasn't what i wanted to do I wanted to do say, game design. What I was quality to... assurance? Quality assurance is I'm playing the game. I'm playing the game. I'm right. testing oh, no. the game. Oh no, your job is terrible. I would love that. And you getting paid for that? Imagine just playing Call of Duty. No. Are you playing against bots no, or are no. you playing against other quality assurance people? You ain't playing the game. It's quality assurance. You ain't playing the game. Oh, you're not playing like obviously. I'm not playing it. Like you know, maybe once in a while I'm playing it, but like. This is like I spend I spend the day speed running the campaign. I spend the day uh, literally running down a corridor to feed someone to get killed so that they could get all the way through the progression of the hundred levels. And you know how long it takes to get a hundred levels in Call of Duty. Yeah, right. unless you're a streamer. Exactly. You do it exactly. So like well, unless I got, you mean you just like like that, but that's another okay. conversation. Nah, nah, okay. lies. This podcast is taking a <laughs> immediate left. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get a womp 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 up here, please? Let's go. But, like, it's it's a lot of, like, boring stuff. Like, I remember uh, it's, it's fun in terms of, like, yeah, I'm sitting here playing Call of Duty. But like there's a lot of there's a lot of not playing that you're doing. Right. And in you have to remember... Like in terms of what, like what, what, what would quality assurance be if not just playing the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, what exactly are you? I'm not assuring the quality of if you're not playing the game. Well, here's the thing. It's not I'm not playing the game. It's that I'm in game, but I'm not playing it to have fun. I'm playing right. it. I'm trying like to break it. Specific things. Exactly. You're you're trying, trying to, to test glitches. it. Exactly. Like, like what happens if I jump on this specific box and? Sh Throw a grenade up in the air and then shoot it out of the air or something right. like that. It's kind of like a lot of like YouTubers and stuff when the they're glitches. like playing, um, when they're doing um, like what's it called, like let's plays or whatever, or certain games or whatever. Typically, they have another save where they're actually playing the game, not yeah. like 
you know, making a YouTube video exactly. where they're trying to comment and they're trying to do everything kind of perfectly or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. you, you kind of, like you said, you, you testing specific things, looking for yeah. glitches. Like you said, you were feeding somebody down a hallway so that way they can get to level 100. I'm sure that can get really like, it's know, repetitive. It's repetitive. repetitive. It's yeah. tedious. It's a fun job. It's an easy job in my mind. Let me, actually, let me, let me scratch that. It is, uh, because of because of my school, well, that was an easy job for me. That yeah, was one of the easiest jobs I've ever had. No but, capacity. Yeah, but for a lot of people, it was difficult. I I came into that job and was immediately like, out of hundreds of people, I was immediately like top one percent of people who would like write like see something wrong, write up a bug like that, uh, and then report it, and then like have it like. Work, work, have them work on it, uh, test the next version, see if it's fixed, see if it's not. So in school, you were essentially One amazing thing, at quality assurance. Like so, like that was somewhere you shined at in school. So for you, getting a job doing that was nothing. Less of it's something I shined at, but it was something that was mandatory in my school. You had like because you're everyone's making games, you also had to test it, and and because people were testing it. It was required that you had to be a tester, like three times a semester or something like that. It's a, for somebody else's game. For yeah, for for like five, ten games at least. Uh, so I had experience doing that and being like, "This is messed up. This is messed up. This is something that isn't like wrong with the game, but something you might want to change because it's not like it a affects bug, gameplay. It, it affects gameplay. It's like how do I? How would I, as someone who's never who like who's never touched this game before? would come into it like uh I like you don't tell me how to jump so I don't so I don't know the jump button. It's not like user friendly exactly so to speak. it's just like yeah if you know you know how to play regular game but let's say like I've never touched a game in my life like exactly. I need to know X is jump. Yeah exactly I need to know R2 is shoot, exactly. L2 is aim if you're not like running them through like so to speak like a tutorial. Right? Exactly. You need to let them know about the game and how the functionality of the game is. Yeah. So that's about all I can I'm I'm gonna say this. That's about pretty much all I can really say about my job without like breaking NDA. <laughs> so right. okay. uh, so, so I'm just gonna say game. like it's a fun job, but it's a lot of but it's not as fun as you would think. Yeah, it's a lot to it. Yeah, exactly. That being said, there are some people who work that job who are just built different. I do not know how you spend a full day at work playing Call of Duty and then say, you know what I want to do when I get home? <laughs> More Call of Duty. Exactly. I'm like, what is wrong with you? No, no. Think about it. They're like, I'm at work. I play broken Call of Duty all day. When I get home, I play the not broken version. No, it's still what? broken. All the things that are broken. What, but, the... not, but guess what? I'm cracked at it. I play it all day. <laughs> that, being said, that being said. That being said. Fucking yeah, because you're super warmed up now. We are super oh, warmed man. up. If you want to, like, like game designers are we, not good at their own games. QA testers are the best players at, at the game. Are the they are, like, pro level on a lot of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like they go home and they're yeah. like, I'm going to stream for eight hours a day. You know why? Eight hours a day, I play this anyway. Yeah, exactly. So quality assurance was uh, your, your only position that you held um, while you were at Activision? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, I did. Uh, I went a lot of different places uh, with quality assurance. Like, uh, I was on the Call of Duty testing team or Call of Duty League testing team. So I was testing like the esports version of the game. Right. Uh, Is it different? Like completely different? Or? No, it was basically the same. Uh, it was just like specific modes that we had to test to make okay. sure that uh the skins were were good because the skins weren't available in like the real version yet or something like that uh and i also tested uh for black ops cold war i tested i was on the zombies team so that and was uh, were you testing while the game was out or was this like after the game this is prior to this the is game before and then during during right. so uh because especially now, Call of Duty has gone to well release once every two years. You still gotta test the things because, like I said, any random little thing can break everything. Right. So every game or every day, you have to test the new version and make sure that everything still works. And like for some reason, 
uh, when you shoot, you know, like your gun isn't suddenly a burst action for whatever reason or whatever. So do you have like uh, roomy through your day activate, right? You get in, do you have a list? Do you have a list of things that you need to do? Or are you just like, you're sitting at your desk, you sign into your, your Activision account, and you start playing the game that you have access to. So here's the deal, especially because when I was working there, uh, they were they had they were working on a war zone. Uh, so this is going to be different than what they're doing now. But it was basically like Th- this war zone that just dropped. Not not war zone two. The, no, the, the original. No, but war I'm saying like yeah. the, mm-hmm. I mean that dropped what? Uh, that was a little while ago. Twenty twenty maybe. Yeah, t- uh, 2020 was when it dropped. Yeah, yeah. So because like, I graduated, you know, that, that, that's still yeah. pretty. Yeah, yeah. Pretty recent. recent. Yeah. yeah, you know they just dropped uh, 2.0 and. Yeah, that was like a month ago. Or yeah, something exactly. Like that. So like, this is slightly different now that I'm now that uh, Warzone is out and all this. I'm sure that it's different since I've left, but um, it was like, come in, basically play, just like look for like random issues until. Like, you get word from higher up, like, oh, we're doing this today. So, whether that be, like, uh, you three people are speed running the campaign. And it's just like, all right, you got to get through the campaign as fast as possible on each difficulty. Make sure that uh, everything works, all that is fine. Um, and, you know, maybe that gets interrupted because, you know, the campaign is, like, 10 10, 20 hours, depending on what version, yeah, what so game it is, and what difficulty you'd you're be running on. that two days, three days. No, you run that one day, and then the next day you got a new version, so you got to yeah. restart, do the whole thing do over. over. Okay. So you're essentially playing the same thing over exactly. and over. And so over. you a speed runner. You legit become a speed runner. Uh, if what, you what was get your fastest that. time through the campaign? I don't know. It wasn't. That's a lie. Like, a lie. I see the smile, there, the smirk on your face. You're like, no, 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 no. I legit don't. No, because it was like it was fun. I remember that there was a time like we like we had a time among everyone where it's like this is the this is the time to beat for everyone like across the whole uh, across the whole company. But you know that was that uh, that was it. Um, but in terms of uh, like what you're doing, so like. I, I'm doing that for like three, four hours, and then randomly you get a, and then it was like, all right, uh, now we're doing a Warzone playtest, or maybe we're doing a Warzone uh, game with other people, like with uh, I don't know, PewDiePie or whoever, like with the sponsors, with right. uh, like YouTubers or uh, or the higher ups to like the higher ups of the company. So that's kind of like when sometimes when you get a game early yeah. and you're playing online before like it goes out, yeah. you know, you kind of, they're playing against you basically. Uh, not always, but like if you're playing, uh, like because this was Warzone, it's a hundred people per game. Right. So, that's different. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, how would you game test a game that's made for online purposes, right? So it's not a campaign. It's not something that's like yeah. a story mode. Right. You can just run through. Yeah. Like, how would you game test a game that's not online? Do you guys have your own private server where you can launch the game? Basically, yeah. You would basically have something like that. Like, like I remember... Is there 150 employees playing? Yeah. I mean, this is Activision. This is a huge company, man. Like, yeah, there was a 150 people on the day shift. There was 100... Sometimes 100 people. 50 people on the night shift. Okay. And you also have to remember, it's not just us QA testers. It's also the devs. It's also, like, a bunch of other people. So, like, so it's... So, like, working, yeah. like, with and around all of those people, like, did that, like, make you nervous when you kind of got that job? Like, you know, initially, you're going into this huge company. These guys may call it duty, you know? Nah, because... Fresh out of college. Hey, this is fresh out of college, fresh but... Fresh out of college. To be clear, New this media. was... Not like in some places, uh, I was working in a place that was purely QA. I wasn't working with the devs as like it wasn't like the devs were down the hall. So right. Okay. Yeah. If the devs were down the hall, I would I think I would have been a lot, it would have felt a lot different. But because it's just us and we're all and we're all just like kind of in the same boat, right? It wasn't it didn't really have that much of a problem. It was more Everyone just was like, peers. Exactly. Um it was just more of I need like there was a lot, I think. More than anything, it was a lot more of like 
that friendly, um, what do you call it? Competition? Not, yeah, friendly competition of like I, I who can like who can report the most. Yeah, yeah. about the most bugs. Exactly. Find the most. So, what did you like think to yourself when you got that job initially? Like, was it like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm working at Activision? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I know you. You're, you're pretty. You're fairly nonchalant a lot of times, <laughs> so was it just like, eh? Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, there's cool. there's certain moments where uh, I'm where I was like, oh yeah, this is where like I I popped off. Like getting into Brooklyn Tech was one of them. Like I remember like legit jumping like crazy. I tried um, to get in that school myself. Brooklyn Tech is a good school. Yeah. So and it was and that was another one and like getting into Activision. But like I said, I don't think that was like the best idea for me because it wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Uh, and it was uh, QA. It was QA, which is a nice job, but it wasn't doing what I wanted to do. It was like the first thing that came my way. So I think I probably could have gotten other things. This was just the first one that happened. And like, did you, uh, like, what was like your exit like when you finally left Activision? So my exit was basically just my contract ended. Right. So it was just like, it had been, uh, it was like what? My contract was for 18 months and for whatever, I think uh, the way that I've always heard it was Minnesota has this law that's like you can't be a contract worker for like super, for like a super long amount of time because then you're just an employee. Right. Uh, so basically it was like after 18 months, if you don't get like a promotion, like you got a new job title or something like that, then you have to wait six months and then you have to come back. Okay. And then, and then you can come back. You don't have to. Obviously. So it, it was more just like. All right, your contract's up. I could have gotten uh, what's it called? I could have gotten uh, uh, a promotion back when I was working on Modern Warfare, but basically I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do after this. I think I'm gonna. I think I'd rather just move on to the next project, which was Black Ops at the time. So what ended? So I ended up just being like, basically that was the reason why I ended up not. Uh, staying at the job was because I decided I wanted to work on Black Ops for like three, four months or however long it was. And you were able to like transition. To yeah, they they happily let me transition because, like I said, I was a really good tester when it came to. And was that like with a different um, company that makes Call of Duty, or I mean, it's still so. It, this is it was I, I forget. Uh, there's Sledgehammer, Treyarch, uh, Treyarch, and. Uh, Infinity Ward, I think. Infinity Ward, yeah. So Infinity Ward made Black Ops, I think. And Treyarch and... Uh, no, Infinity Ward made Modern Warfare, and then Treyarch and Sledgehammer made Call of Duty. Or made Black Ops. Black Ops. And... Um, Pardon me for saying that. Okay. Uh, and for... And basically, despite the fact that those are different companies, it was basically... Uh, are they sister where I, companies, or are they actually are they sister? They're companies? sister companies yeah. under Activision, but I was working not for any of those. I was working for Activision, right? So I was working. So this was just Activision's uh, QA place. So like, there were, I was also there when they were like there were also like small areas that were testing uh, Crash Bandicoot and all that. Right, so right. like, still over oh, the new ones. No, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, they, they have, actually yeah, just they have a couple of yeah. Crash Bandicoots. So like. So like moving from one, so moving from one to the other wasn't like was just transferring buildings. Really. Right. It was, I was just in a different building. That was the only Jeez. transfer that I had. Go to a whole new building just to. Dude, I told you when I said there was a hundred people, a hundred to one hundred fifty people working on this game. I meant there was a hundred to one hundred fifty people working on this game, right. not the night, not the game. Not the next one on the way. Not crash. Right. I'm not just in the building. Just that specific. one game. Wow. So yeah. you only did Call of Duty for your entire contract. Yeah, I did uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two Remastered, um, Warzone, and then Black Ops. So those. Four. What was your favorite game? I gotta say it was definitely Warzone, but that was because um, all the new features. All the new features, uh, well, to be clear, I didn't really like, I don't, I don't really like shooters in the first place, which is why oh, I was, which is why I was like really excited to work on that because it's like, it's very hard to have 
I'm, I'm sure you know this way uh, as a film guy, but like it's very hard to like work on something all day and then go home and be like, all right, this is what I want. Like, this is what I'm doing to relax. So for me, it was like, all right, playing a shooter all day should pro- should have the least amount of effect on me, right? Because yeah. I didn't like shooters. You like sports games. I like sports. I like yeah, fighting yeah. games. I like those. So it's like games. if you're playing, uh, you know, Madden all day, and then yeah. your favorite team is Madden, you go home and you're like, fuck, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I don't really watch. I don't watch a lot of films because I do like filmmaking. Like if I do watch a film, it's because That's I'm working on something I, specifically. I, okay. Like I'm working on a and project and it's like, okay, you, you cool. Wanna I wanna like, yeah, spark yeah. that, you know, in my mind and watch, I don't know, if but I'm I, making a horror, I, maybe I'll watch American Horror Story a exactly. lot. But otherwise, like just naturally, I'm just so not personally, watching movies. In your field, I think that's a little uh We'll just say off-brand, right? Yeah. Because, it, you know, it's like me, right? <clears throat> I do music. Mm-hmm. I don't not listen to music, right? Right. And I don't not listen to music because, like, I need to know not only what's hit, right? What's what's going, you know, what what's trending, what's viral. But, like, I need to get, you, we, you know, we build off of each other, right? Yeah. There's no thought that hasn't been thought before. I'm a firm believer of that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you can... You know, listen to uh uh you know er- earlier me before before you came you know me me and Quay would sit here and we were listening to a bunch of old old school like right. you know <laughs> old jams you know what I'm saying we were listening to uh, you know songs from the sixties the fifties seventies it's like if I didn't listen to music I wouldn't be able to like to appreciate that art right yeah. and I I understand as a, a a creative myself that like. These are the things that are being utilized yeah. right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting that you don't watch as many films as, let's say, I do. Like, I'm a movie buff. Yeah. I watch a ton of movies. I watch a ton of TV. Like, I love, like, show. Like, I'm into it. He knows. Like, I be into everything. This may sound crazy, but I am afraid of having my mind infected by other people's movies. But I think that's a terrible uh, uh, perception of of that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like there's mathematicians, right? Yeah. They, do, they don't stop studying math. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you, you're somebody, see, this is your feet. Like, you don't, it's not that you're, you're stealing but so much is that you're continual, like continuously right. learning, so adding like, more to your you, like you may watch of a, a film that's like, oh my god, like I've never seen them use that camera angle before, or like use so that camera angle in this way. Where it, like, it's more towards like um, sparks. It's more like towards like stories that I kind of have that um, like disdain for watching like other films. For one thing, also I'm so competitive, I get really competitive and jealous when I'm watching films. Yeah, I I'll see something and I'm like, oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> like oh, oh, I could do that. I could do, I could that. do it so much better, you know? so much better. That's bullshit. Over here, like, I could do that OTS yeah, yeah. better. It's or like, like oh, I see, that? I see like uh, movies with stories and like oftentimes those stories are like things that I've written myself and it's like, oh my God, like how the fuck did they steal my idea? They haven't even, <laughs> like what is it goes, this? It goes like, back to what I said earlier that I believe that there's no, there's no thought, original there's no thought that hasn't been thought. Right, like, oh yeah. There is a it's sim- really hard to kind of steal nowadays. Yeah. There's no original thought, yeah. right? Yeah. Somebody has thought it. It's all about execution. 100%, but I think- Somebody thought about this game. I'm, I'm sure a million percent somebody thought about it. Oh, you know what? I want to create a war game. Like, imagine, like, World War Two, and, like, we're in it, and boom, boom. And then Activision one day was like, yeah, uh, this employee got an idea for a game. Uh, let him pitch it. And this one guy was like, yo, I'm thinking about, like, yo, Vietnam, World War Two. You know, we in the in the jungles, and did boom, boom. And then, like, he paints this picture, and it's, like, the same picture that, like, me and you just painted, uh, you know, in our rooms. And we're like, I think it's a great idea. You know how many times... I've literally come up with an idea, an original quote end quote, an original idea, and then like fucking a month later, I go and it's fucking on TV, yeah. or it's like it's it's somewhere, and I'm like, no, oh, I got stole a, my idea. I got a they real good example of that. I as a kid, I used to always play a like like SmackDown versus Raw games, oh, yeah. and I used to make a character called Black Lightning. 
Turns out that was a legit that comic was, character for the longest right. time. I'm like, like, oh. Like, it's an original. Yeah. Look, he's wearing all black and he yeah. has a lightning bolt on it. And it's like, it's like, yo, kid. Oh, I like your uh, Marvel's uh, Black Lightning. Like, Marvel? Like, like, you can't come up with something as creative as that. It's like, like dude, it's like from like the... 50. You saw yeah. Black Lightning oh. for the first time. You <laughs> yeah. were like, what the hell? Yeah, it's like, it's like damn, man. But I will say, like but I think there's a difference between like the film and music. Those are such old uh, genres compared, yes. to, compared to video games. And I'm not saying that you can't look at video games and be like, this is something that we you can't look at old video games and be like, I can take something from this. Um, but I think that there's a lot more to take from things outside of video games. Definitely. And, I, and I also disagree. With what you just said in the aspect of uh, film and music, uh, um, they're different from, from video games. As a matter of fact, I feel like they're one and the same because if you really think about it, right? Uh, we play Call of Duty. Let, you know what? It's not bringing the Call of Duty. It's Kingdom Hearts. All right? Sure. Great game. You like Kingdom Hearts? No. But back in the day, you never liked it? I, I never played it. I never played it as a kid, so, so like I don't have the nostalgia okay, for it now. So, um, but I like I, I know what you're you saying. Like Keep going. Play? I I know it. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, the score, the music, yeah. something I'm gonna remember forever when I play that game. Yeah. I hear the song, like it brings me to a certain place, right? That's one in the same with the game. Like if the music and the score wasn't what it was for the game, I don't think it would have had the same effect. Yeah. Then we also think about like the cinematic value that those games had, where the cutscenes actual right. like shorts I you think, know what I'm saying I think I the think, comparison I think the comparison that Ben is making is like a situation where like, all right, with video games, you can kind of only go but so far back to look at references where it's like I can watch a film like um uh, what's it called Metropolis, which I think was made in like the fifties mm-hmm. and take from that like you know it's probably o- only so much that like you can take from like what, what's I don't know the, from like what's yeah Pong or Galaga or something like that is that, is that like the that. oldest it's video probably game probably like one think? of the oldest games yeah Pong is Pong. like the first Pong. you know what I'm saying so like Pong it's only but so much the 80s I mean yeah, 70s. Yeah, I think like 70s, 80s. I, I like for like. I mean, you can get and something the, from the, Pong. Like, I guess like simplicity can be like a really yeah. great thing. I mean, but aside from that, Pong is literally two lines, a black screen, and a white ball. You know, it's very it's simple, basic. basic. But even if you go back to like you know, know the oldest films possible, you can find something. In that to kind I'm just of gonna pull Google. From. I'm just gonna Google and fact check. And just to see. <laughs> I, I do believe Pong is. I don't know. If it it's is like the, first. the first. No, it, no. It? I I I it, truly believe Pong is the first, the first game. game. I don't. I don't know. There are like uh, there are like some others that are like kind of disputed, but it's but Pong is the one that's recognized. I mean, for its time, it yeah. was, you know, it was amazing. revolutionary. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing. It was an amazing game to kind of, you know, you look know at and watch. You know how hard it is to type with your breath? It's kind of difficult. But yeah, like, I get it. Because again, yeah. like, a, a movie like Metropolis, again, I think that was made in the 50s. If you guys have never seen that movie, I implore no, you to I watch it. It's on YouTube. It's like a, 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 I think it's a silent film. Mm-hmm. It was made before computers were like a thing. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, if you watch that movie, you will not believe that they made that movie without computers. You're going to be like, so, how? Yeah. How? So a little uh, double F. It's a, it's a new segment on our show called Double F. Fun facts. Um, in October 1958, 1958 is uh, the first video game ever created. What's what's the name of the game? It was a very simple tennis game. It doesn't say the name. That's Pong. No, it was similar to the classic 1970s video game, Pong. So essentially it was Pong, but Pong was a remix of the very first game. (laughs) And I, I, um, sorry, I was also incorrect. Metropolis was made in 1927. Okay, so again, watch that movie. You're going to be like, there's no way they made this in 1927. Back in the day, like, Think about like a lot of the movies that that were shot back in the, the uh, not prosthetics is it prosthetics? Yeah, yeah, props, prosthetics, prosthetics props, like all the makeup. Yeah, oh, they did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They made monsters and you were <laughs> acting. Now it's just like, yo, just you know, pretend you're scared. Imagine there's like a six foot like 
demon glob of a like slime monster and then they're just like there's like a guy it, there's yeah. a guy in like a blue or green suit and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, all right, yeah, throw that throw in there. Throw that editing on that. <laughs> throw that bad boy in there and it works. So uh, speaking of creating stuff, Ben, you um, it's my understanding that you're making your own game currently right now. Yeah. Um, it's a basketball game Let's called Street Ball Mecca. All right, my man. Street Ball Mecca. So Mecca. tell us about Street Ball Mecca. How did you, you know, decide to make this game? So I think the story actually starts back actually. One of the things that I really like, my favorite part of working at that job was uh, this was before the pandemic, obviously. But um, my favorite part of working at that job was on the like, you know, you get like the fifteen minute breaks, whatever. On those, we had a we had a fighting cabinet in the break room. It just had a PS4 in it, but we would just boot up Tekken and we would be playing Tekken throughout the break, and it's just. Like arcade feel, one like you got one chance to win. If you lose, you off. Next person comes on, and the winner stays. Sort of deal. It's my core kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. I, I so, uh, for so I really the call. I think it's called King of the Court in basketball. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. King of the Court. So I really love, I really love that uh, feeling. Uh, that's like what, despite the fact that uh, you know you start to like, like I was saying before, you kind of lose that passion to like play games when your job is playing games, I yeah. started to realize that my passion was, or the thing I loved about games was uh, the interaction with other people. Right. Yeah. So. I agree. It, so it made me want to make, so I love making games uh, about interacting with other people. And that's how uh, Street Ball the Mecca came up because I was feeling homesick. I missed New York. Uh, I was in Minnesota at the time. I missed New York. Minnesota? And, yeah, that's where the Activision was. Oh, uh, really? Or that's where the testing site was. Oh, so, so you moved? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that I was from even... From Vermont a, to From Minnesota. Vermont to Minnesota. Cold to colder. <laughs> yeah, like, and they're all like, don't you know? Over yeah. there? Hey, boy, don't you know? But so I, so I went from... I was missing New York. I was missing a lot of stuff. So I, so I started making that uh, like right after I... Uh, right after my contract ended. And... Basically, it was what do I like about uh, what do I like about fighting games? What do I miss? Like, what do I miss from old basketball games? And like, what I really miss is like my favorite my, my favorite basketball game was like NBA Street. That's I, knew, I, knew, you I knew you were going to say that. Exactly. I remember buying that game, playing it for like an hour, and being disappointed and, as no, hell. Not being disappointed. Breaking it. I oh, shit you not. I, I literally broke the disc. I was so upset with the game. Why? Yeah, I just, because it, <sighs> I was trying to dunk on people and then they just elbow you out of the sky. <laughs> it was so infuriating. I just could not deal with it. It's oh, street rules, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I I really missed that in terms of like, uh, I like the, people I like the arcade thing. Sick. I like the arcade. I like, uh, so here's a, let's fast forward a little bit. Uh, I went to, Hang out with like one of my old teachers in Vermont, and uh, showed it off to his students who were like first, second, like in elementary school. And you know, there's something really awesome about showing it off to them and like them seeing like a dude jump from the free throw line to dunk the ball, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like so that's, that's cool. You got yeah. to kind of screen your game a exactly. Bit, right? that's yeah. Awesome. So it's it's that sort of feeling that I, I that I miss, like the arcadey, the like unrealistic but totally fun mm -hmm. type of deal. And then it was that plus. Uh, I'm, trying not to, I'm trying not to be slander or uh, libel or whatever. It's okay. Uh, yeah. No, I no legit. That is a problem. Like I can't do I this. Really, I can't. I, I can't really say really it. Right. Um, so basically, like because other games like NBA, because other games are like in a 3D world, there are times that you get by the opponent by just like going around. Right, and I think that is so anticlimactic in a way of like we have like if we're having a one on one, that's such an anticlimactic end to like how I had scored. Hmm. So in this game, it's two D, like a like a fighting game. So the only way you get in by me is if you break my ankles or jump over you, or like jump over me, or like legit, I have specific moves that are made to get by the opponent. And it's like if I'm holding the right direction, if I'm stopping. 
then I stop you. If I don't stop you, then it's my fault. It's not because my guy the was... animation took yeah, over. Exactly. And... It's not because the animation took over. It's not because my guy was like two feet to the left when he should have been right in front of you, that sort of deal. And what was like the... The decision, like, to decide, like, hey, you know, you're going to make your own game. I'm sure, like, you know, it costs money and resources for you to do that. Kind oh, of like yeah. A big leap it, to kinda... it took a lot. Of, it, let me put it this way. It's, it has and still does take a lot of money. Uh, but let's just say working at Activision really paid off. Uh, I, had, uh, I had a lot of resources saved from working that job, and it was basically, like, and, and I'm lucky enough to have parents who, uh, I love and uh, let me live with them. So basically what I ended up doing was being like, all right, I'm not going to live, uh, what's it called? I'm not going to get my own place. I'm gonna, You're not going to live above I'm gonna, your means. I'm going to stay with my family and spend the money that I would be ba- paying rent in right. New York here. This is That's like 2000 a month. Yeah, they literally Plus, just said it's the yeah. most expensive place in the world. Literally. To New Yorkers, it's yeah. always been like that. So. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit never changed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All difference. of a sudden, now everyone no, you knows You know what it, it is, is that... That uh, gentrification? With yeah. <laughs> and with, with COVID, COVID smacked us, and then inflation through the roof. Yeah. It's yeah. just like that $1,500, uh, $1,300, $1,200 bedroom, one-bedroom apartment is now like 18. They're like, yeah, yeah what was that bedroom? black guy name? I don't remember his name, but who who said... Uh, the rent is too damn high. high. Yeah. <laughs> and he was saying that years <laughs> back. Yeah, years <laughs> back. Rent is too damn high. But like, so instead of paying for rent, I'm paying the two artists. I have uh, Ty Chavez and McKenna Green. They're great. Uh, but I'm paying shout those artists. Huh? I said shout out. Them. Yeah, shout out. Uh, they're they're great, but um, yeah, I'm paying them instead of paying rent, basically. Nice. So you're pretty much just going all in on yourself and yeah. on this game, just kind of betting on yourself, you and your abilities. Um, and, and again, you said you got some people who are helping you out. That's that's amazing. So so are you all in? All in, man. I, uh, is this that's what you do? You're not you're that, not working another I'm, job. I'm not working another job, at least not yet. I'm, I tried to get Ben a job at my job. He got the job and then denied the job. I denied it because, <laughs> man, they wanted me to work part. So, like, you said part-time, and I'm like, part-time sounds good. But then you hear part-time, and it's like, part-time is 30 hours a week. 30 hours a week, four days a week. Like, that's the, I may as well be working full-time. What do you mean part, part-time? 10 hours away from full-time. Yeah, it's like, nah, nah. Listen, I get that because, you know, as creators, our time is very valuable, and I mean our free time, and oftentimes... Um, you know, these jobs that we are working, not that they're bad jobs or they're bad jobs for like, you know, people to have, but when you have that like specific thing that you want to do outside of that, you know, outside of your actual workplace that pays yeah. the bill, yeah. you need time to do that stuff. Like, you know, filmmaking takes a massive amounts of time. Filmmaking, video Music, game design, gaming, music, anything, everything. you know, art, all of that takes up it's a lot It's just like, of time. all right, so I have a, you know, I do roofing yeah. uh, for, my, for my job, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I was just talking, uh, talking to my cousin Rich, and shout uh, out the big Rich, big Rich, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I love him to death. His heart's in the right place. You know, he's like, "Hey, listen, what are you gonna do for the three months that you're off?" So I'm like, "Well, I'm not gonna do anything <laughs> like, like work related yeah. because, like, I'm I'm on salary. I'm getting paid." Yeah. Um. I get paid a decent amount of money, you know right. what I'm saying, to do yeah. my job normally, and I'm getting a decent amount, you know, to to be off. Exactly. Right? And, I, you know, again, we're creatives, you know what I'm saying? Give me nine months of work and three months off, I'm going to take it. No, I don't want to work, Rich. Like, I yeah. love you, bud. Your heart's in the right blade. But right. he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, so what are you going to do? Probably not what you would do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing. I'm like, I love you to death, cause, but nah, nigga, I'm right. not doing that. Like, I got yeah. three months off. Like, I want to be creative. Yeah, I have an album coming out that I, I, you know, I'm trying to mix. I'm mastered. Like, you guys know what it's like. You yeah, want to get that real work in, basically. Yeah, I want to get the work that like fulfills right. my soul, right? right. Yeah. Like, now it just fills my pocket. And if I could, you know, take time off three months where. Pockets are filled. Yeah. You know? 
uh, bellies are filled, you know, people are happy. I'm fucking, you know, I want to do my thing, you know, yeah, I got, exactly. right. you know. <laughs> that's I mean, what I ended up doing. That's like, my pockets are still, nice. my pockets are emptying, but they're not empty yet. So yeah, I was like, no, so no, I was no, like, no, may no. as well. So when I got that job offer from Waste Place, it was just like, no, thank you. Nah, I'm good. I mean, listen, I, I when when uh, I had my assistant kind of handle everything, and he was like, yeah, so um, been uh, declined a job offer. My message back to him, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> if I so was Ben, I would have declined like, that you know, shit. Just too. knowing him, knowing his passion for what he does, and, you know, just. I'm not mad at that. No, I, you got to you gotta attack, I, yeah, man. You got to attack. Completely. Um, so, again, this is the. Imposter Central podcast and Ben, you're a typically very confident person. Honestly, I mean, you've been like this since we you, were. You've exuded nothing but confidence this children. entire podcast. Yeah, I so. mean, you're probably one of the more uh, confident people. And again, this is just kind of natural. Like, and you've been like this since you were a child. Um, to the point where it even drove me crazy a couple of times. Not necessarily due to your confidence, but I mean. It just drove his me gun, crazy. Gun, <laughs> gun, gun hole with everything. Like, like, oh my goodness. This man was calling other children imbeciles at like age like 10. Like, I love that. I what? love that. I love that. Like, look, at, look at this little imbecile. He like spell it. And then yeah. he does. And you're like, you little shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> like spell it. You thought I didn't know how to spell it? I can spell yeah. super kind of the first. I spell it like So, so uh, you know, having such confidence, you know, that's really important to uh, a lot of creatives. And, um, you know, a lot of us have a lack of confidence. So if you could just, you know, kind of explain like that thought process how do you keep that confidence going you know through each journey in your career so far i don't know man i think basically it's the idea like you know some people like thank god and i'm not saying that i ain't thanking god but some people are like oh god put me here this yeah. put me here that put me there and i'm just like yeah maybe they did right but it was also me like i I did this. <laughs> like, hey, man, <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. Like, I, I did this. I was here. Like, Why'd you just I did all that work. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know God. God's great. You know what I'm saying? God did this, but like, nigga, what about me? Man? Like, I was working. I was here every day. Like, but it's God true, loved, man. Like, it's true. <laughs> yeah, you you put in the work. You know, yeah. you deserve the, the no, you deserve yeah. the credit. So, you deserve yeah. The recognition. I'm not saying that it's, I'm not even saying that, like, you know, everything, like, you know, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of luck in a lot of things. And like, maybe I was lucky to be here. What but do you think luck is? I mean, luck, I mean, luck, luck is, is kind of preparation. Yeah, exactly. You're putting in the work and yeah. then, opportunity you know, and preparation meet together. Oftentimes that's luck. I like to call that Rolex in a situation. Right time, right place. Right time, right place. That's facts. Rolex. I put I like the energy, that. I put the work in. I did, I did everything I got to do and I show up. Bam. 100%. Well, Ben, um, it was a pleasure having you here. Um, so when can we expect your, your your game, Street Bowl, Mecca? What's the time frame for that? So I'm... And what platforms should easy, we expect? I, let me put it this way. Uh, it's a lot of work to put it out on anything else. So we're, all, we're strictly PC. PC. Strictly... Not, on, it's on not strictly PC. It's This is where it's going to start. If it gets more successful, 100%, I would love to put it out on PS4, Xbox, all that stuff. Or PS5 now, actually. So PC, we're looking at what's the time frame? So the, the plan is to have it out in April. That Ooh, means I, right, that means I'm rooting. Let's get up and that means I'm rooting for the Knicks and the Nets. Someone's got to make the playoffs because that's when I'm going to be selling it. That's they got to they got to be making the playoffs so I could be out there. Neither of them making the playoffs. Nah, nah. <laughs> that's why. I, that's, why that's why I'm. That's why I'm stressing, up, man. I'm stressing too. about them making the playoffs because that's what. That if you want to talk about like where I'm worried, that's what I'm worried about. I don't. I'm not good with social media. You look at my Instagram, my Facebook, whatever. My profile picture is my high school prom photo. I ain't, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so I ain't on there <laughs> like so that. I, I have three questions, three important questions, right? Yeah. Um, the first one is if that if people wanted to find you and look for updates and information on the game, is there a is there a game Instagram? Is there a so yeah? Like a, there's uh so the company is called uh, Illegal Games. 
Uh, illegal game. So if you look at <laughs> illegal crack, you get hurt. Legit. You did. So if you look at uh, if you go on Instagram and search up illegal game dev, you'll find uh, you'll find posts from uh, about Street Ball Mecca or anything else that I'm making or working on. Okay. Uh, but there's also Patreon. I, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody paying me because ain't nothing out yet. Patreon. How do we get that? So to, to drop the Patreon, people support. Uh, Patreon, here. Patreon.com slash Illegal Games. Patreon.com slash Illegal Games. And also, yeah. they can find you on Instagram, Ben Made. You can also find, you can find me on Instagram, Ben Made, but I ain't. No. <laughs> <laughs> stick, to, stick to the actual illegal, company. Illegal. Yeah, stick so to I Illegal have, Games. Uh, two more questions. Uh, uh, one question is, do we have uh, a cover? You know what I'm saying? Do we do we know what it's gonna look like? And is it gonna be on Steam? It's gonna be on Steam. The cover, I've been I've been going back and forth. Uh if you look at like the first post about the game, that was the original cover. It was just uh the main character, Youngblood, holding original characters. Original characters. No, no NBA. No, no. You think I can afford the NBA, man? No, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, hey, this is this is you know the people need to know. You right, you, you right. Know what I'm saying they don't know. Um, but yeah, original characters. Uh, the main character, young blood, just holding the rim because you can break the rim, so you deal. Oh, you can break it in the game. Yeah, oh, that's higher. So that's sort of deal. Exactly. So that was the original cover, but I'm thinking it might be something a little more simple. You see a lot of video games. They have the one character with the back to the, to the crowd or whatever, and it's just like that. That seems kind of standard. So I'm thinking we're gonna change it up a little bit. Beautiful. To, so soon. to recap, game on Steam. Yes. Uh, Street Ball the Mecca is gonna be on uh, on Steam. You're gonna be uh, po- you know, potentially available in, in April. Early, early access early. in April. We're gonna uh, some beta. Yeah, exactly. Okay, love that. I know he's gonna have it because he got. I mean, I got every game. I'm the king of games, like my man you. (laughs) But uh, is the king of games. That's a fact. Ben Cortijo, thank you for being on the Imposter Syndrome podcast. Uh, It was great having you. Great talking to you as always. Absolute pleasure. Um, but this brings us to the end of the episode, folks. Um, thank you, Ben, for coming. Got my man Rich Banks over here co-hosting. Uh, we hope you enjoyed here. this podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the Pasta Syndrome podcast. Um, if you guys enjoyed the show, please you know give us a rating on whatever platform you may be listening on. Smash that like um, button, the subscribe button, that follow button, wherever you, you know what I mean, whatever platform, baby. This is your boy Quay Jones, Pasta Syndrome podcast. Catch y'all next time. Greed.